What is going on guys and welcome back to the Create Lab Podcast. This week, me and Joe sit down and we decided to talk about uh, some recent competitions that we went to. Uh, we were down in uh, Mayhem on the Mountain down in Alabama and then we were at Top of the Box here in Hopkinsville. We just discussed what we liked, what we didn't like, different ideas. If we were in charge of these competitions, what we would have done as programmers ourselves. So, uh, one thing quick to point out is nothing that we are saying is attacking anybody. We're just saying... What we saw, uh, one thing that I like to do is I always critique my own programming, critique everything around me, just to see if I can be better by doing it. So, hope you enjoy this discussion that we have about these competitions. And as always, guys, don't forget to subscribe, leave a remark, comment, let us know what you think. Have a great one. What is going on, guys? We're back here with Joe. Uh, today, we're going to talk about like programming and the different competitions we went to. And, uh, you know, what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like. And, uh, you know, to start off with, we're not criticizing anybody's programming. We're just looking at things from a programmer's perspective, what we saw and how we would change things if we were there. Um, not saying we're right, not saying they're wrong. Just a, just a different idea, perspective on when we go to competitions. It's something that me and Joe talked about beforehand that we, uh, we do all the time. We're constantly evaluating what other people are doing. And seeing how we can apply it into our own, you know, perspectives. So, uh, Joe, uh, you were you were at Mayhem on the Mountain. You were at Top of the Box. Uh, you know, we'll talk about Mayhem on the Mountain first. You know, uh, the first workout we saw was the uh, you competed in Mayhem on the Mountain. Yeah. So yeah. your uh, your first workout was the Wonder at Max, and then the third. No, we actually started with the we had the uh, synchro. That really work out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biking, the box step-ups, dumbbell snatches, total bar pull-ups. Yeah, so we'll, we'll start with that because that's because you were actually the one competing. What did you think of that one? Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I think that was the probably the most creative workout they had. Um, I like that workout. Uh, you had, so it was, it was teams of four. We had um, two partners went, so two partners went. Did a round, then the other two partners did a round. So you had a bike or a row, 15 cows. Then you had to do synchro, hang dumbbell snatches, synchro, dumbbell box step-ups, synchro pull-ups, synchro total bar. Um, it was 15 of everything for, for the all-male division that we were in. Uh, that was, It was a good workout. It got a, you know, we came out pretty hot. Um, you had to do, so it was six rounds, so it was three per partners. We came out pretty hot. We got ahead in the first round, second round. We got ahead by quite a bit in the third round. It, that that workout got rough um, on the on the heart rate and on the grip. So <laughs> I was happy we were ahead because I was hurting at that point. But you know, just to speak on the programming of it, I thought it was a it was definitely probably the best workout of the weekend. And we'll talk about the others. Um, but all around, you know it. It made you have to, you know, you had to, you had to use teamwork with the synchro stuff. Uh, it was a good test with the, the cardio, getting the heart rate up real quick, and then going right to the dumbbell snatches. And then you had to hold on to the dumbbell when you're doing the step-ups and then pull-ups, total bar. So grip was involved. Core was involved the whole time. So all around, that was a pretty good workout. Yeah. I, the only thing I would have changed, like, if we're going to change anything, probably I would have used an assault bike rather than the uh, biker. Um, the biker was one of those things that, from my from my perspective, looking on the side, everyone finished the biker first. If you were on the road, you were screwed because you were gripping the whole time on the handles, 
and then your grip was smoked. But if you were on the biker, you got a break. You know, so I thought that, that I, I thought the assault, the assault bike would have been a better tool on that particular workout. Um, I think it would have slowed down the guy on the bike, guy or the girl, whatever, on the bike itself. I think the one thing I think there is the way they did do it, it almost makes you have to be a little more strategic in how you set your teams up. Like let's say you got a guy who's or a girl who's maybe a little bit weaker, has a struggles with grip, maybe you want to put them on the bike, right? Um, or you might have somebody who, who struggles with grip, but for some reason they, they just they have more experience on a rower and they could recover better on a rower. They haven't been on an erg bike. A lot of a lot of gyms don't no, even have those things yep. yet, right? So so it did it did throw a little wrench in there as far as like a you know teamwork setting up your team from the coaching aspect of it and uh, just kind of being smart. You maybe some you have somebody whose quads blow up. You put them on the bike and they got to do those step ups. So when you get on a rower, you could kind of cheat and use your hamstrings a little bit and short little sprint like that. So it's all about um, just kind of being creative and figuring out what's the best way to attack the walk. But uh, I am glad there was no assault bike. <laughs> <laughs> I actually rode twice. Um, like it basically goes to what you said. I agree. Most people would get faster on the earth bike uh, for some reason, though. That machine still messes me up a little bit, so I can I can row harder and keep my heart rate down way better than if I was on that erg bike. So that worked out good for me personally, but I know a lot of athletes would agree with what you, what you're saying too. So yeah, all around though, I thought it was pretty good. How did your how did your team like that workout? No, they they uh, they did really well. I didn't see anybody finish on the uh, male female side. Uh, it was a tough workout to finish. I mean, it's four rounds of yeah. So it was a tough workout to finish. I'll tell you this. We didn't have anybody finish either, but we could have finished. We we definitely were far enough ahead on the clock to have finished, but we had gotten quite a quite a good amount of reps ahead of the, the next two teams behind us that we I really backed off. <laughs> I was I was synchro with, with uh Matt and he was he was getting pissed at me. He's like, come on, let's go. And I was like, dude, we're so far ahead. I'm just fucking chill. We got a whole day ahead of us. <laughs> so, you know, I let my experience kick in. And, you know, I was hurting. And I said, oh, we're going to back off right now because I'm going to take advantage of this. But I honestly think we could have finished that because uh, if I would have sucked it up through that round, the, the guys we had, the other two guys we had with us, they were crushing it. So I, I think we might have been one of the only teams to finish it that day. But I made sure that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that was one of those things. It's just like it was a tough very tough workout. It was just a lot of. It wasn't even like the movements themselves. It's just a lot of reps. Yep. Yeah, and your your grip got toasty. Your heart rate got a little. To- it's just a little bit of everything. Like I said, I thought that was. It sucked doing it. Like, you know, it got a little rough. But I think programming wise, I thought it was pretty damn good competition uh, workout. Yeah, it was, it was the best. It was the best. Uh, per, it was the best CrossFit workout yeah. of the weekend for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, the next workout we had was the, uh, you guys had the, what's we, it, the run, swim? No, the next one we did was the, the 30s and the max lift. Yeah, so it would be, thir- you know, each partner did one, so it was 30 cleaning jerks. Uh, then you had the next person step in, they did 30 squat cleans. Squat cleans, and then you had the 30 pa- power snatches and then 30 thrusters. Yep. So each you had to wait for your partner in front of you to finish, and then you did your thirty. Yeah. And uh, this was some of the most impressive stuff I'd seen because I saw multiple people do almost thirty clean jerks unbroken, 
and then the the squat cleans those caught up to people real quick. Yeah. Um. Then the team that won for the I know male female side, uh, the girls did almost thirty snatches unbroken, and the, I saw the one girl do thirty thrusters unbroken at ninety five pounds, which that's a lot. That's that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't think I'm doing thirty thrusters unbroken at ninety five pounds. Yeah, that's that's really and, good for and, a female athlete. Yeah, so it was just your time was when all four fin- four athletes finished their their section of the workout, which was really uh, impressive. Like Kyle was there. Kyle ended up PRing his uh, grace time. During that workout. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, one dude, the, dude, the team that won, now I think he did 26 clean jerks unbroken and then just flew out of his hand for the last four. So, he just did four singles real fast and just called it a day. But I was like, holy crap, dude. So, classic CrossFit style workout except, you know, the uh, the squat cleans. That, that, was, uh, that was probably the toughest. I think so. In my opinion. Yeah. Once you get in the rhythm of thrusters, it's... It, they suck, but they you can go. You yep, know? yep. Just to add to that, with that wad, you did the 30s, and then once you finished the 30s, there was a time cap on that, but then there was there was remaining time. Then everybody had to do a max lift. In what so like if you were the clean and jerk person, in the in the the 30 sprints, you had to do a max clean and jerk. If you were the squat clean person, you had to do a max squat clean and so on. Um, so that's an, another thing, you know. Trying to be strategic and you know who's who's really good at snatching. Who do you want to have max snatch? Who's better at cleaning jerks? But are they good at cycling it? Yet you, you know you had to think of both aspects of that wad. So <clears throat> I thought that was a good wad too. The only issue I had with that wad is that <clears throat> it the movements in that wad almost were almost identical to the movements in the next wad we're going to speak yes. about. Right? Yeah, so, that, that was that that was going to be my. Like there was definitely a lot of your quads were just yeah. lit up on this on this competition. Like we we could get we'll get to that, but like Matt just said, like if you were the squat clean person or the thruster thruster person, and then you had to be become a front squat person on the next wad we'll talk about, you you did a lot of squats, <laughs> a lot of squats. Yeah, I mean, but I think that I like that wad too. I like the uh, that barbell wad, the thirties. Um, I thought it was cool. You know, to, to race through something like that. We were in Masters, so we didn't have the 135 barbell. Ours was 115, so it made life a little bit easier. But then you just have to go that much harder. Uh, on the the max lifting side of it, uh, I thought that was fun, too. To, it was almost, to be honest with you, I think our guys, <clears throat> everybody lifted really well. And I think just banging out 30 reps like that is Pretty damn good warm up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you were you were ready to go for that one at max. I thought, like, yeah. I mean, the idea behind it was a very fun, you know, workout on its own. Yeah, I, I thought it was the the sprint was fun to watch because you had some people get ahead, but you couldn't rely on that one guy with the cleaning jerks if you, if your uh, squat clean guy wasn't yep. fast with squat cleans. Yep. You know, same thing with your power snatch. Like, you can get ahead, but if you weren't, if your thruster person was slow. They yep. caught you quick. Yep. So it, it was definitely fun to watch. Yeah, we uh, just real quick side note, I'll throw this in there because, you know, Matt gave an intro. If we do say anything, if we dislike something about programming or a lot, we are not. That's just our thoughts, our ideas. You know, this is what we love to talk about. Uh, we've had, we had athletes do well at both of these competitions. Uh, so we're not by any means 
trying to make excuses or complain. No, yeah, it's everything. Everything's easier. <coughs> everything's easier in hindsight. Yep. You know, so it's just like again, this is something we do. I do it with my own competition all the time. Um, I go back and I look at the workouts and then do it with almost faults. every workout. Right? Yeah. Like, you're like, I mean, damn, I could have could have programmed this a little bit better. I, I could have made more reps here, less reps there, changed this movement. Yeah. Um, but no, that was that workout was fun. Uh, it was good to have, like. You know, our whole heat was out there, you know, nine, 11 teams or whatever it was. Everybody out there at the same time banging out those 30 reps is like an all-out race. You know, it was fun. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a thruster guy, so I went last. <clears throat> so I kind of got lucky there, too, because we had gotten far enough ahead where you could slow down if you wanted to. Bernie was, like, was like, hey, no one's on the thrusters yet. And I was like, yes, I'm dropping this song, bitch. <laughs> so I, I dropped the bar, like, because I knew, I, you know, I... I could have held on to it probably if I if I needed to, but it's you know it just goes back to experience as well. Like if I don't need to, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know but, what's going to happen that you know, next heat, especially when you're thinking about that next wad when you find out there's going to be front squats in it. Whew. So that so is. that was that was nasty. But I the the one crazy part was just to stay on that wad. As soon as we finished the max lifting, they started it started raining. It was when that downpour came, Whew. and <laughs> and we uh. <laughs> We lucky. Our tent was right there. We went under the tent, and I mean, it was rain. The rain was coming sideways, so it even got us under the tent. But the next heat went out there, and we were like, "There's no way they're gonna do this." They pushed through. They made them go. Sure as shit, people were out there pr pr and snatches and downpour, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't watch." It was nerve wracking to watch. Thank God nobody got hurt. Um, and I know, like, I've never hosted my own competition. I. I've helped run some, and I've been part of a few of them, and I know you've done a bunch of them. You got to do what you got to do, but when you when you host a comp and it's only outside, you can't do nothing when it starts pouring, and you no. got to make a decision on the fly. And that was a risky decision right there. <laughs> I was like, this could go one of both ways, and thank God nobody got hurt. Man. No, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> then I mean, did well, you have any athletes going during that? No, right? No, we, we had just finished. We we were the same thing. We were, we were on the other end of you. Uh, we were actually just finished the next workout we're going to talk about, which was everyone ran a mile, then two people went swimming, 200 meters, and then while those two people are swimming, the other two athletes are max front squatting with an axle bar. Brutal. That, again, this is what we were kind of alluding to in the last point here, is you just did 30 thrusters or 30 squat cleans, now you're doing more front squats, and you're just doing max reps, you're just squatting. Yeah, like how many, how many front squats did your team get? Probably in the 160 yeah, range, right? Yeah, I mean, we were, I think 150 is what they ended up with. So if you have 150, someone did someone did 30 squat cleans, somebody did 30 thrusters, we're up over 200 front squats, yeah. right? And then we, we did we did dumbbell box step-ups in the first workout. There's a lot. There's a lot. Of, yeah, it's just all quads. Yeah. It's just lit up. The... Uh, <clears throat> This is funny because we, we had just finished and it starts to drizzle, so we left. And they're thinking the same thing. There's no way they're going to do this next heat. We get to our 10 and it starts downpouring. I mean, you can't see anything. And we're, we're right by the lake. And these dudes are still swimming during right. that. I was lightning. lightning <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, this poor lifeguard's out there just on his little uh, surfboard. And they're out there swimming in that. I couldn't believe it, man. I was thinking about that because I'm a decent swimmer, right? But I, I'm, I'm not a very good runner. So coming off that run, uh, I ran harder than I wanted to because it's a competition. 
my heart rate is through the roof. I get in, I get in the lake and I'm swimming and I'm, I'm okay, but you know, it's, you're working hard. And I talk about it afterwards. I'm like, I do not know how I would have been breathing with that downpour coming Hell down no. in that water. Like those people who were swimming, if their heart rate was up as high as mine was, with the with that downpour coming down, there are a lot. There there's some tough people who were in the lake in that one because I might have been like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like competing, but it ain't working right now. I saw people getting lost in the water, and that was d- during the uh, when the sun was out. I was like, I can only imagine getting lost. I mean, again. Swimming in a lake is way different than swimming in the uh, in the pool. Yeah, and guys were. I, I was like, I don't know how they're not getting lost in that water right now. Yeah, that wad was a uh, that wad was crazy because. So it started off with what? It was a hundred deadlifts. Yep, it was a hundred deadlifts. Yeah, you had a hundred deadlift bind. Yeah, and then but that was what? Which was kind of like a minute. It was more of a just in the way. It really thing. just it, what it, what they wanted to do right at that point is fire your hamstrings up before you go run. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did. I think we did, uh, so four guys, 20, 25, yeah, we went 13, real quick, 13 reps, 12 reps. Yeah. That's how we did it. Um, I've seen a lot of teams doing 25 unbroken, uh, eat four people, but if you drop the bar for a second and we got four people there that can move the barbell well, like let's let's go shorter, shorter reps, 13, 12, split them up. Even if somebody gets on the run a half second before us, who cares? We'll have, our legs will feel a little bit better. Keep your because you know if you go twenty five unbroken each, the person who does the last set of twenty five is kind of fucked going into the run. Exactly, and that's right? and that's the thing. Like transition times are crucial, but if you do it, if you're if you're quicker your transitions, you're only you're only yep. killing milliseconds off yep. your time. You Especially know? in a long workout like that, I'd rather transition a few times and keep our heart rates down or keep our legs more prepared for a run than if that was like let's just say that was the same thing a hundred deadlifts. And then 400 meter sprint, you might want to just do the 25 and go. Yeah. Like, and then your best runner go does the last set of deadlifts. Like, hey, sorry for you, sucks for you, buddy, but we need you to do the last set of deadlifts. But when it's a long workout like that, you take more breaks early, let them other teams come out hot, and then just pass them up. But uh, the run, you know, we had we had three pretty good runners on our team. Well, the run was supposed to be a mile, and apparently it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> apparently no. it wasn't a mile. No, but those poor guys, they got back. Uh, we, we, we were with uh, Alex from out there at uh, CrossFit Barbell Battalion out in Murfreesboro, one of his buddies. Um, you know, great athlete. He's been competing for a long time. He's over 40 years old. He, he clean and jerked 335, touch and go the jerk off his clean. I mean, he's a savage. He, he runs the – he gets back there. He's got like 10 minutes of front squats. Like, that's terrible. Like, you know, who, who wants to do that? So like I was in the I was almost drowning in a lake and I'm like this is better than front squat <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I know we had Hector was our uh, first guy back from the run and he was just out there front squatting by himself all on his lonesome wave his partner run slow but yeah it just it's miserable when you're just out there and all you got is these front squats coming up yeah no it's uh it was it was interesting though I would say overall um, I thought it was a good comp. I think uh, the whole thing of it being outside, though, and then you only really could use barbells, and you only have one rig, so you can really only put one event over there. They're kind of limited as to what they can do. Um, and then, like, you really couldn't put, like, we were talking about, like, all on that on that basketball court where they did all the barbell stuff. Like, maybe you could have did some handstand, but you really can't even do that 
because it, it was like 100 degrees, that blacktop. Yeah, it was smoked your hands. Yeah, so like, it's really, really, even like burpees. Like, if the blacktop's that hot, you don't want to sit there doing burpees either. So they're really limited on what they can do. I think it's a cool venue. You got the lake and, you know, the running out there, outside, outdoors. and But I don't know if we go back. Just kind of like that downpour. What if that lasted two hours? Yeah. Competition's over. Um, you know, yeah. like, it's kind of... I don't know. I would like... I mean, we had a blast. We had a good time. I, so I don't want to take away from the comp at all. I just don't know. If, no, that's that's a risk you take whenever you do yeah. anything outside your yeah. outside your gym. You're you're so... You know, we deal with that here when we do our comp because we always try to do an outdoor event. But when your whole competition is yeah. outdoors, that, that rain just throws a wrench. Like, again, I don't know if I would have done the swimming in the rain. No, <laughs> like not not when it's lightning out and everything else. And the max lift, yeah, like, the max, yeah. I mean, it one was max snatching in the rain. It was downpouring, and I'm watching dudes throw two two twenty five over the head, and I'm like, holy smokes! And I'm like, I got them dad instincts in me, so I like cringe and cover <laughs> up. Like I don't even want. Like I'm like, wait, is it over? You know. Like my mom, when she used to watch my brother play football, like when he was about to get hit, she'd cover her eyes. That's, <laughs> that's how I was watching the, those people live. But I don't know, man. I, it was fun. It was a good weekend. We had a good time. And I think they did the best with what they, they what had. What they had, yeah. yeah. I mean, all, all in all, I thought it was a really uh, fun comp. Uh, definitely, definitely like critique and stuff like that. So the Sunday, real quick, I won't spend too long on it, but we had an athlete compete on Sunday in the individual and uh, similar workout to that first one the rig one with the uh, dumbbell box step ups the dumbbell snatches the total bar pull ups but what happened was that you know that where that rig was set up it was kind of downhill a little bit yeah yeah and it had we had that downpour and then that night it rained again so the next day it was disgusting out there the mud was you know how it was got a little muddy yeah. on Saturday it was like three times that it was bad but it all settled down in the like the first two lanes of that workout. So like it ran downhill. Yeah, so yeah. like if you were in lane eight or nine, it was pretty dry. Unfortunately, AJ happened to be in lane one. And dude, she's stepping up on the box. Her box is soaking wet, slipping, dropping down from the rig on her total bar, which that rig was like thousand feet high. Like if you yep. were if you were a short yep. athlete or you know, a lot of females use a box to step up. She every time she dropped down, mud was splashing. Like I was standing like ten feet away, and mud yep. was getting on me. That was the day before. I remember getting splashed. I can only imagine if it rained all night too. And she was she was frustrated. But as a coach, I thought it was a good experience for her. Like because I, I told her, I'm like, listen, this is gonna suck. Like, but you can't fucking do nothing about it. Yep. Just get through the wad, and it is what it is. I mean, yeah, we talk yeah. about that all the time. It's all you can control. You yeah. can't control. You can't control. You're here now. Yeah. The rain, the water, the mud. Can't control any of it. Don't let it affect your it, performance. It was cool to see though, because she's generally like a really chill person, and I could see her getting a little frustrated. And for a second there, it almost got the best of her, but then she brought herself back down. I thought that was a good experience for her, and it was her first individual individual yeah. RX competition ever. So, and she went against some savages. But they had similar stuff. The barbell workouts, the uh, the running, swimming workout was similar. They had a run and swim and do 20 bear complex. Oh, yeah. Which was pretty nasty. Only a few girls finished it. That's um, One of them was that same girl, Mary, who won the top of the box. There was only like three or four girls that even finished that workout. You know, a lot of them got time capped. That I mean, that's a tough workout to do by yourself. 
Yeah. She she impressed. She has been. I mean, from the first time I saw her compete to now, it's like night and day. She has been nothing but improved. Who's that? AJ. AJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has just stepped her game up so much since the time I first saw her. She's easy, man. Like she like a lot of people come in the gym and they tell you they want to be coached and they tell you they want to get better. But then they, they get too caught up in the moments and the workouts and trying to do a certain weight or trying to do a certain movement or trying to beat so-and-so. Like, if I recommend, if the workout calls for 15 chest bars and I recommend she does eight, she does eight. doesn't say a word. If the, re- if the workout calls for a 135 cleaning jerk or something and I ask her to do 105, tell her it would be the best workout for her, she does 105. Um, so, and I'm not saying that everything I say is right. But she's she's extremely coachable, and she's made more progress than probably in the short amount of time that anybody I've worked with. That's just, a, I mean, it's amazing how yeah. much she's improved. Because she's, she's always can be at Battle Lab, and yep. just like she's, she's dedicated outside the gym too, like her 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 nutrition, her sleep. If she has a, if she goes out on the weekend one time and she gets right back on, like she she's really and she's good people. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. That's good. She she'd be happy to hear that. <clears throat> so yeah, that was that was that uh, one weekend in August. The very next weekend, we had old top of the box down in uh, Hopkinsville. That was a long week- weekend to say the least. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> it was a it was a long weekend, but uh, yeah. So we were at the Hopkinsville Convention Center. Uh, you had Leilani competing. Yep. I had Christina and Mike competing, and that was a. Uh, Day one, it's. I mean, everything was uh, everything was shoulders. <laughs> it seemed like it was it was oh, a heavy gosh. it was a heavy shoulder uh, Saturday. So uh, it sure was. It was a, yeah. We did all quads and uh, <laughs> <laughs> all quads the four. Then we had all all shoulders on that Saturday. So uh, it was a. So we started with um, the first workout, which was I'm blanking. It on. was the three rep. Oh yeah, yeah. Shoulder overhead. Yeah, shoulder overhead. So you had to From the clean floor. the yeah, you had to clean the bar and then you had to hit a max for uh, three reps, so shoulder overhead. So interesting strength complex that they had there. Um, to say the least, it was an interesting one. Uh, but you know that that played to Leilani's strengths, I thought. She was she's yeah. very strong overhead. She did very well. On that one, Christina did well as well. Christina did good. Yeah. Sure. I think, seeing it, I'm, I'm going to pick on this wad here because I really think it was not a good one. Um, and I'm glad what you just said about my athlete. It was a good workout for her. So I'm not complaining about the workout at all as far as, like, it screwed my athlete or we didn't do well in it. I think you have... So if you have like your elite group, your RX group, most of those people have probably been training. Some of them, maybe not, uh, for a fairly decent amount of time or coach fairly well. And they could take a heavy barbell and put it overhead three times. And they might, they're probably going to be prepared for it. Um, but overall, when you have a competition that big with that many different uh, fields of competitors, you, ha- you have some people who are very inexperienced and and taking a max load and trying to put it over your head three times is to me is is too dangerous. I saw a lot of sketchy stuff going on out yeah. there. Like back to what I was saying about me covering my eyes watching the <laughs> lifts. Like I was turning around. I turned around multiple times when people were going for a, a third rep. 
taking down a second rep, almost getting folded in half, resetting, and someone telling them that, to go that for was the scariest thing. Watching them catch that second that second rep yeah. before the third, right there on the shoulder, was getting a little. You seen people's cores like almost get snapped in half, and then. People are like, go, go. And I'm like, no, put it down. Put it down. Like, if that was my athlete, I'd be like, put it down. Like, it was just downright dangerous, in my opinion, that workout. And and like I said, both of our athletes did really good in that workout. Yeah. Uh, but I just was – I was cringing <laughs> a lot. I felt like I was watching my, my son do some, some dumb shit on a skateboard or something. You know? <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, that was, it was a uh... – it was an interesting way to test that max. Yep. But they did, and uh, they uh, they went on from there. And one guy did 350. Yeah, out of control. There was a guy that did 345, and a guy did 350 for three-rep shoulder overhead. Yeah, that's that's, crazy. that's nuts. Like, the, the weights that were thrown up were impressive, to say the least. That was, that was really uh, interesting to watch. Yep. So after that... We had the, uh, which one was next? Was it the... It was the triple pissed, touch one. The triple touch one. No. No. It was the totoring ring muscle up. Yes. Pistols or... Pistols, burpee box jump overs, ring and ring muscle up. Yeah. So we had a nice little uh, combination of pistols into burpee box jump overs. Then you had to do toe rings and then right into toe to, oh, excuse me, ring muscle ups. Yep. And you had a, that in an AMRAP format. So that was just a, again, very uh, very shoulder heavy with because the only thing you didn't have shoulders, worry about your shoulders on for that one was the pistols. Yep. But uh, doing the burpees into toe to ring, into ring muscle ups, that was a heavy, heavy shoulder workout. Um, but fairly fast moving if you, if you were good at pistols. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you were... You had, you had upwards of 100 reps going into that workout. Yeah, the people that can handle each one of those movements, they they did a, de- they did a decent amount of rounds. Um, I was impressed seeing a lot of people do that workout. If you struggled, like if you struggle with pistols or if you struggle with ring muscle-ups, then you're, you're kind of screwed in that workout. You're going to get stalled out at some point. But the people who were, you know, fairly efficient, and all those movements, you didn't even have to be great at them. Um, they people moved through that through that workout pretty well. I was impressed by a lot of people. Definitely the best workout, in my opinion, of the of the day of Saturday. For yeah, sure. I um, think that was the best workout. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. The the toe to ring into the ring muscle ups definitely get some people. Yeah. But uh, it was it was definitely. I was impressed how many people held on. Like, I was expecting to see more people do the total ring, drop down real quick. And they, yeah. even, even even the better athletes, even, like, some of the elite people. Yeah. I thought they might do that because it was a decent amount of reps. Oh, yeah. And uh, But a lot of people held on. It just kept that thing unbroken. Total rings right into the ring muscle-ups. Christina did a couple of those. I was like, who's this girl? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who she is. Yeah, she crushed those first couple rounds. Yeah. And then even when it, even when it got tough, she... Uh, she was smart about how she ended up winning her heat, didn't she? She did. Yeah. She did. She won her heat most of the time. So she did really well. I was really impressed with the, uh, yeah. her efforts that weekend for sure. Yeah. That was, she was a... She killed it, dude. And then after that, we had yeah. <laughs> the uh, double under handstand walk, Zeus double under, triple touch, drag rope double under, handstand walk back. Uh, this was an interesting workout. Um, 
my personal opinion is I don't like a lot of the uh, I think a lot of the athletes don't need to be worried about anything other than double unders personally I think once you get into the Zeus rope and drag rope and everything else we're talking about I know games level athletes a double under is a joke to them I get yeah. that but I think most athletes double unders are still yeah. something that you know challenges them uh, so I don't I'm not a huge fan of doing multiple different styles of ropes and stuff like that um, triple touches I think are more of a circus trick I'm not a real I'm definitely not a fan of those at all I think they just again if you're talking about functional fitness I don't see anything functional about doing triple touches yeah. and pull a bar uh, triple touch would be a toe to bar chest to bar bar muscle up in combination I think if you can do them, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool complex. I don't see any function in it. I don't know what your opinion is. No, I think that I think there was way too much going on in that workout. I mean, one just <clears throat> getting all the different ropes and people walking out with the different ropes and putting them in different spots and finding what rope they want. It took a long time just to get through that workout. Yeah. Like in between heats was taking forever. Um, and think about it this way too: how many people did not finish that workout? A lot. A lot. Right, and that workout to me, you have hands, jump rope, handstand walk down, jump rope, gymnastic movement, jump rope, handstand walk back. To me, that should be a lot of finishing. It should be a race. Yeah. Like who's going to finish the handstand? Yeah. Not like oh my god, who's can someone make another five feet? Yeah. Um, so I think that goes to your point. If they program that wad, just double unders, hundred double unders, handstand walk down, seventy five double unders jump up there even do that triple touch even though I agree I think it's out of control I think it's too much um, do those triple touch come down 50 double under regular rope handstand walk back I think way more people finish it and I think it's a lot more exciting a lot, a lot more exciting yeah people are they can they can physically finish the handstand walks people will still be able to keep those jump ropes unbroken likely especially the better I mean some of your elite athletes were done yeah they were done they couldn't even do the dubs anymore oh yeah, yeah. Um, and to me that was it took away from what had potential to be a pretty fun workout to watch. It almost became like annoying watching it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you had the uh, especially in the handstand walks. You had to do twenty five feet unbroken, which even the open they don't do twenty five feet unbroken. You know. Yeah. See, I think Elite did. I think the I think RX was doing ten. You 10. could go ten. Yeah. Um, but Elite, I think they had to do twenty five. Yeah, because the yeah. girl. So Christina ended up winning her heat, but she shouldn't have. There was that girl that did finish. Ahead of her, and she walked down. I think she made twenty four feet and yep. fell down. Yeah, you know, and then she only had a couple seconds left. She had to run back. Yeah, and then Christina ended up beating her on that workout strictly because she had to do twenty five feet unbroken, and Christina jumped. Christina, <laughs> she made that leap. That was savage, bro. That was savage. And I mean, she ended up winning her heat. But again, if that girl didn't have to go twenty five feet unbroken, she didn't have to run back to the start line to go right back over again. Again, Christina wouldn't have won that heat. Which, again, paid off in Christina's favor, but not necessarily, in my opinion, a fair assessment. 25 feet is a long a long way to go, especially after doing... All that stuff. You know, all those... Yeah. Again, very end of the day, you're of a very heavy shoulder day, your shoulders are smoking. You're trying to do a 25-foot handstand walk unbroken. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. And, and like you said, I think, I think the, the best way to... If you can make one change to improve that workout, would be just have regular double unders the yeah. whole time. And uh, I think way more people finish it. I think it's more fun to watch. Uh, I think it's more of a 
an actual test of fitness as opposed to like yeah you just did a long survival workout. yeah you just did a long amrap yeah might as well just do a real short burn workout to get your yep. to get done for the day and get set up for the next day and then you go into the next day feeling you know seeing people accomplish something yep. rather than barely survive the the workout itself yep for sure so that's how uh, day one ended day two came around and we started with in my opinion the most confusing workout uh, well you also had just just to jump in here oh, real yeah. quick you do a your floater there was a 5k run floater it was, and the, it, a couple people tracked it it was more like just under three miles but still basically a three mile run uh floater that you could do at any time during the weekend from when the competition started till when the last heat ended i believe right yes. um so that that was also part of, i think what did christina run the first day right yeah she right ran off the, the first jump thing. yep yeah uh I, I, leilani ran sunday morning she ran first thing sunday morning which I, I honestly don't know which one would have been smarter i don't really think it matters uh a three mile run for most people is not something that is too maybe the first day is better because it was so shoulder intensive yeah second that's day the only was, thing i could think of like but again you wouldn't have like yeah you would have uh but like do you want to start off your competition running three miles? you know it's, it's it's a tough decision to make yeah like, you know i had told leilani if you're not going to run on saturday you might let's just say you get to sunday and you're getting your ass kicked you might be able to just mail it in yeah exactly you know, that's, like, that's that's the thing about floaters yeah, you or just, you might know like hey i got a chance and then haul to, to to podium i'm close i gotta run i gotta run my ass off so that's the one advantage to running day two yeah you know so then after that uh the interesting workout yeah. of the of the weekend very confusing in my opinion you had the Sandbag over shoulder, biker, rope, rope climb. climbs. Yep. And there's three, am, three minute AMRAPs. Yep. Or one minute rest. One minute rest between AMRAPs, where you had a set set amount of work on the first two movements, and on the third movement, it was as many reps as possible. Um, the reason I say it was an interesting workout is you kind of you got three minute AMRAPs where you just don't even know where your competition is. You know, yep. so because you're going hard, the, the announcer's not really saying how many reps are out there, so you don't even know where you stand on the workout. Um, then there was just like a really easy way to make make a lot of money because you can just get on the bike or you can just go go ham. You can kind of rest on the first two and just go ham on the on the third one with the biker. And just well, the second ahead. one was the biker from Max Cal. Yeah, yeah. The third one was a sandbag. Sandbag, yeah. So you go, you go yeah. ham on the second one because getting calories on the biker is relatively, I would say, easier than getting repetitions oh, yeah. on the sandbag cleans and rope climbs. Yeah, I feel like um, as a coach, I screwed up on that one because I didn't think about it till I watched a, f- a few go. I'm like. You almost don't even need to do a damn rope climb in the first workout. Yeah. You go out there and do like two, keep your heart rate totally relaxed for the second workout. Because how many rope climbs are you going to get? What, what was probably high number? 10, 12? Yeah. Right? The, the person winning is only winning by one or two. Yeah. And and you don't... See, here's the problem. You don't win each AMRAP. It's a total. Yeah. Right? So if you won each AMRAP, if each AMRAP was a score, then yeah, you got to go down there and rope climb your ass off. But if I know I can come back and ride that herb bike... 
with my heart rate relaxed, get on that herb bike and just fully go full send. Yeah, go full send. Why am I going to go out down there and, and drive my heart rate through the roof doing those rope climbs? Go down there, do like three or four, get a score, chill out while everybody's going crazy on the rope. Then you have to do three just to buy into the next one. Yep. But you're doing them with your heart rate down. Yep. You flip the sandbag twice or whatever, you carry it down. Then you get on the bike and you just own it. Yep. Right? And I think, I don't know, I'm, I would like to go test it at some point. But I think you could get down on that bike and if, you're, if you have full control of your heart rate... You throw that thing all the way up and send it, bring it down when you need to, that you can make up way more cows than I saw people getting. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, you, can be a, you can be a really good rope climber. You're still only getting a couple more, maybe, again, at max, five rope yep. climbs over somebody else. Yep. Let's say five. And you can easily it's make, make five calories up on a biker, yep. you know, or a sandbag clean. You yep. know, it's just, it's just movements that kind of in my opinion, are just not, they don't, they don't match each other well. Yeah. You know, so it's now, now I'm just going to make up all that time. Yep. Or the other way I think that they could have made that wad better is if it's three scores. Three then separate scores. That now you're, now you're, pl- now you can, if you beat me by 50 calories on the biker, it doesn't, it just negates everything I did on the rope climbs. Yeah. You know, because like, so, now you might have, you might have somebody who's super skilled on a rope and they get first in it, but then they come down and they get, Eighth in the sandbags and fifth on the bike. Now, now it's good at all yeah, three. Now, now it's it really more a wrench in the competition. Now it gets real interesting. Yeah, I think that would have been a cooler way to do it. It adds more scores. It adds more chances for people to move up and down. Um, I think that's why I was a little bit confused at first because it took me a few heats to realize that it was all one score. And yes. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. We could do this completely different. Um. But, you know, it's one of those things. After that, we had probably the most fun workout of the, uh, of the competition, just, to, just spectating-wise, oh, yeah. which I thought would be a would, – probably would have been a better final, um, which was you had the calories on the assault bike and then a thruster ladder. Yeah. And you had to – you know, you hit your – you did your eight or whatever calories on the assault bike – and then went and did four thrusters. Then went back to the assault bike, same calories. Then the weight of the thruster increased, but the repetitions decreased, yeah. which was a nice, fun – it was real fun to watch, in my opinion. That was the best workout. Um, without a doubt, definitely a sprint. And like we were talking there, just like you just got to go full sand on that one. You yeah. just got to run back to your bike and just drop your head and just go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that – that's the best workout. Like, if you're physically capable of moving those weights, it was a matter of who wanted it more. Um, yeah. Now, if you're a bigger, stronger athlete, you have an advantage getting on the bike. Even when you're fatigued, you could you could put more power into it. Um, but still, like in each division, in each heat, there was comparable people, and you saw who wanted it more. Yeah. Whether it was for eighth place, fifth place, first place, those people who were comparable at those parts of their division it, it was fun to see like i'm gonna beat this guy next to me i want to beat this gal next to me like all right we both got off the bar at the same time i gotta go send it on the bike and you just saw who who was willing to stay in that pain cave a little bit more than, than the next person which that's one of my favorite parts about uh what we do you know like the skill stuff is cool the heavy lifting is cool like see people do stuff that it's that's really hard to do but i like those those workouts that it's like yo 
Let's see who's got the biggest balls in here. Yeah. You know. Duck your just put your head down and just go. Yeah. 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 And then like the calories again were like eight and five or eight and four, some something like seven that. Seven and five. Seven and five. Yeah. So it's yeah. just enough that you I mean, you you had a sprint. There's there was no there was no doubt about it. There's yeah. you can't yeah, coast if, you, the bike. if you coasted it was gonna take you too long. If you sprinted, you could get that thing moving real quick. And uh it, it like I said, it was a matter of who wanted to make it hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how they. I like how it ended with the bike too. Like you did your thrusters first, yeah. and then went to the bike. So after your final two thrusters, you had to run back to the bike. You still had to, buy and then it. you had to run back down. Yep, which you had cool. to buy seven more calories to to get a to to finish the workout, which I thought was a good way to end it. Yeah, the coolest heats were the ones where people were getting off the bike at the end at like the same time, and you they were like the quads didn't want to work, and yeah. just like hobbling over. Yeah, they were like baby giraffing down to the to the finish line, which was which was fun to watch. You see some big strong dudes like wobbling down there. I'm like, yeah, this one hurt. This one hurt. That's a workout where you look at it and you're like, oh, I would like to get out there and send it, but then you're like, man, I'm glad I didn't do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it was gonna have to hurt, or you didn't do it right. So, no, that was a fun one to watch though. I was proud of uh, Leilani on that one. Yeah, like, we we just talked about it, and it was like, hey. If you want to, if you want to get your best showing here, you're gonna have to make this one hurt. So yeah. it was fun to watch that. Christina did really well on that one as well. Uh, again, she won her heat. It was, but it was a tough. You know what I'm saying? Again, that those are the ones that are tough. Um, to close out the weekend, they did the final of a uh, eight, eight and eight of calories on the ski erg, handstand push up, or excuse me, dumbbell split snatches and handstand push ups deficit for the. Uh, Elite and RX just did regular handstand push-ups. Uh, this workout I thought was, eh, I wasn't wasn't a fan of the way it ended because then after that you had a Wonder Max Emom snatch. Yeah. Eight eight and eight is a workout. Yeah. It's fast, but it's an AMRAP, and ending the work and closing out with an AMRAP is kind of weird, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. it like it, and it was hard to tell who was in the lead because people were on like the same movements. So yeah. Same thing, like you said, it. It's hard to like really know unless you're really focused on your athlete and who they're like. If you're just a fan watching, it's hard to tell who was in the lead because they all might be still on handstand pushups when the clock ran out. Yeah. You know, and unless you can't count all eight of them or six of them, whatever, you know, you're yep. really watching one. for a, for a final. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to see that. Yeah. You know? For yeah, like that's where like you're saying like that thruster bike wide it was just more apparent it was a race yeah you saw you saw where your opponents were you know and i'm not a fan of uh the dumbbell uh the dumbbell split was pretty sketchy because it ruined what happened was people shortcutted the shit out of it there there was no reason to split everyone was just stepping back they weren't even actually split snatching yeah Uh, people shortcutted and then there was a couple i saw on the male side they were getting screwed so many no reps because people were going with the wrong wrong foot foot and 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 it ruined the it ruined like what could have been a good race yeah because yeah exactly actually uh how he got no rep like his whole first set and he was so good at them handstand push-ups that he still came back and won that event yeah that was pretty impressive yeah when how did that but like other people that, that those no reps ruined that workout for them. And yes, it is their fault if they didn't pay attention. Blah blah blah. But when you're sprinting, it like it's yeah. hard to pay attention in in a workout that you're supposed to be sprinting in. It's yeah. only a four minute amrap. Now you have to sprint, and now especially the first few no reps, everyone's going crazy. They're all caught up in the moment. A lot of these judges and 
we can't do this without these judges. They volunteer their time. They're the best things that happen to these competitions. But a lot of them, they they don't want to know rep somebody. They're like kind of quiet about it. They might be reserved about how they say it. And you might get three no reps without even in the moment as an athlete, a competitor, you might not even realize you got the, no rep. The music's going. Yeah. People are screaming. And it's such a minute no rep. Yep. That especially on this, they were moving so fast. That by the time they realized, I know uh, there's one guy there that he got no repped. He, yeah, he was three reps in before yeah. he realized he got no repped on the first time. Yep. So it's like the guy in the elite division. Yeah. He's the one I'm talking about. It ruined the workout for him. Yeah. He would he would have had a chance to compete in that workout, but that ruined it for him. Yeah. And you can't blame the judge because they're there. That's not like they're volunteering their weekend. They're out there. There's commotion going on. They're debating if they want to no rep this guy. They don't want to ruin the workout for him, but they're trying to do the right thing. The guys are ready two reps by the time they're saying no rep. Yeah. And they, no one even... Now, it was now too they, technical for a... Yeah, it was too yeah, technical. It was too much for a short amount of time like just that. Just a regular dumbbell snatch. They should just do dumbbell them. hang snatches or dumbbell snatches. Yeah, you know, just call it a day. Both yeah. heads touch the ground shoulder, you know, from ground overhead. Just yeah. keep it simple. Another... another uh, what, what would have been cool, because you have two arms on a ski yard. You got the two arms on the, on the handstand push-up. I think if they would have did double dumbbell... Uh, shoulder overhead, either push jerks or push press, or maybe just keep it as a shoulder overhead just to make the judging a little bit easier. Yep. And uh, that way you go, you get the double going. Um, See, the, I would have, I would have gone with uh, double dumbbell front squats. Personally, you're going to use dumbbells, you're going to do something like that. Double dumbbell front squats because you got the pull down with the ski erg, and yeah. you got the push up with the handstand push ups. Change up the movement pattern yep. a little bit. Double dumbbell front squats would have made it. Yeah. That plus the plus the. Uh, the uh, skill of the movement, you know, is just not there. Yeah. So it's just like easier to judge and then go right into the next movement. It would yeah. be faster moving, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. You know, like, that's another one. I'm not picking on it uh, for the sake of, like, Leilani actually crushed that work. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, those are movements we do all the time. We don't, we don't dumbbell split snatch, but... I mean, we dump, We use the dumbbells probably more than anybody. And Again, we, hindsight's always twenty twenty. It's easier to yeah, say. Yeah, we go. We do heavy dumbbells, light dumbbells. We do hang snatches, full snatches. So, so when that workout got announced, I mean, I was I was happy with the workout uh, as far as knowing we were going to do. Yeah, well. co- coaching wise, yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, this is good. This yeah. is good for us. Yeah, it, I knew I knew it was some of our strengths and stuff that that we we focused a lot on, but just it, like spectating. I think the the splits split snatch was I don't think they got out of it what they wanted. No. You know? Like if you're in a gym setting and you could really dictate how the split snatch is done with a dumbbell and everybody's gotta do a nice yep. split every time and it looks pretty. I know but like yeah, I know Christina never moved her front foot. It was always yeah. just stepping back. Yeah, just, well, what happened was after, barely moving your feet. <laughs> after a few heats, the people realized that. Yeah. And they all started doing it. And then you can't sit there and no rep one person. And then what's, what's, what's your definition of a split snatch? How far does the foot have to step back? Does yep. it have to step back only one inch? Because that's technically a split snatch. Yep. So. And that's what happens at competitions. You could you could beat around a bush all you want and try and try and act like you're going to put on a some perfectly judged competition. If you're at a if you're a, if you're throwing an amateur CrossFit competition, we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. People are going to find every single way they can to cut corners. Yeah. And then once someone starts doing it, the whole group starts doing it, and you're you're screwed because you can't no-rep one person and not the other 20, and, and it's too late for you to realize that. And uh, that's, 
That's why sometimes less is more at these things, I think. Yep. You, you, you come with movements that are easily judgeable. Uh, you can still be creative. Um, but sometimes less is more because it takes away from the athlete's opportunities to cut corners and find little niches. But then that's also another good part about co- competing. Like, if you're finding the the best way to get through a movement and cut a corner, you're not necessarily cheating. Like, you're doing, you're still doing the No, that's, that's the whole point is to find the most efficient way yeah. to do things. Yeah. Like, that, that's the whole point of CrossFit. It's the whole, you know, that's why we do kipping pull-ups. It's yeah. to find a more efficient way, a faster way of doing something. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that's why I'm glad I'm not Dave Castro, where he has to go against the best in the world yeah. and try to, these guys are the best at finding the most efficient way of doing something. Yeah. No, and then after that, I tell you, probably the most impressive thing that weekend was watching the watching the elite male snatch. Holy smokes! And hitting two seventy five after a long, long weekend. And um, emo in the emo format. Yeah, he just and he knew and he knew he already won. Yeah, he did that one for the crowd. He's he still hit two seventy five. I was like, he did that one for the crowd. That was that was awesome, dude. Probably the fittest lawyer in the army, right there. Dude, was, <laughs> it, his, his lifts were clean too. Yeah, that was that was awesome to watch. Yeah, some them guys are putting up some weight, dude. Um, it was that was, I that snatch was after everything they did that weekend, all the shoulders. That was super impressive. That was a monster snatch by that guy, and it was easy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he caught it. He just stood. I mean, just stood it up. Yep. Yep. Um, I'll say this uh, real quick before we, we close up here. Um, there were some some really impressive athletes at that competition. Like we just talked about with that snatch and some of the watching some of those elite heats and people getting after it. Um, even that that girl Mary Helen, she was down yep. at she was at Mayhem. Yeah, just to, too, yeah. to to go back to both of these. The girl Mary who won top of the box she won the team competition on saturday and the individual competition on sunday the weekend before at bayham yep and then came back she just won a competition this weekend holy she went somewhere and did like a team two female thing and she won another competition this weekend so that's three weekends in a row four competitions damn she's won that's a yeah yeah, that's i would say she's one of the the most impressive like Local athletes I've seen in a long time. I think she's from down in Alabama. Yeah. But uh, just to, to give you some kudos, man, I think your athlete, Christina, was, I'd say, one of the most impressive athletes at the top of the box because I don't think anybody – I know she's worked her ass off, but nobody's really got to see her compete. So I, she she was right behind them, them big dogs the whole weekend. Yeah. She um, uh, she impressed she, me. And she I'm, killed it, dude. I'm killed excited it. for her future as far as her training is concerned and everything else and what she's what she's got planned next. Uh, she's she's definitely got some stuff to work for, for sure. Yeah. I think we had a good time, man. We were just hanging out with you guys all weekend. I thought we had a good little group. Yeah, we had a nice little crew going. Over there, we had fun. <laughs> and then my man Mike, um, yeah, I hate it. We didn't talk about Mike, another one of your athletes. He, he did awesome, dude. He went in the elite, and there was some tough workouts in there. And, you know, he was middle of the pack or whatever, but, like, he didn't have a single bad workout. Those guys that beat him or just been doing it longer or that much stronger or fitter than him. But, like, he did fucking great. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about Mike. Mike is – the thing about Mike was he was going to do RX, and I pushed him to go bump up to Elite. And my thought process as a coach is 
get yourself exposed. Yeah. These are, this is the time to expose yourself. Find out what your weaknesses are. Yeah, and I'll yeah. be honest with you, bro. I don't even think he was exposed. I just think he needs... No, and that's the thing. Like, he just needs more time. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. Like, he was just... Like, the, the only thing that he was... That was exposed was him. He showed that he's capable of running with big dogs. Like, he's able to run with some big-name athletes yeah. in, local, in this local area and not to doubt yourself and what you're capable of doing. Yep. You know? Yeah, he just needs more time and keep keep you know a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. But like he was, he didn't have one workout where it's like, oh damn, I suck at that. Like no. he was good at everything. He didn't get blown out. He got you know he was just he was running there with him. Yeah, he did good at everything, man. I was super impressed by him too. Yeah, it just sometimes you forget about Mike. We talk this whole time because he's so quiet. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, <laughs> like, just, like that's him. Like if he was in the room right now, I'd, I'd be like, oh shit, Mike. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Because he's just kind of chill, you know? <laughs> he is. He's a very chill dude. <clears throat> so, uh, that's it, man. You got anything else? No, nah, man. Oh, I... what's, you're going to Music City. Yeah, we got Music City uh, coming up. Uh, and then we got uh, Wadapalooza uh, online qualifier coming up. So, that's those are our next. And then you guys go to Music City as well, right? Yeah, we got, we got two teams, maybe three. Maybe three, so it'll be it'll be fun if we can get that thirteen in. See yeah, happens. yeah. We saw a good good event down there. Oh yeah, we'll go. You go down to go down to Nashville. You got to run with the big dog. Yeah, you do. So it'll be fun though. No man, appreciate you coming out, Joe. As always. Yep. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, we'll see you next week, and we'll talk about something else. Sounds good, dude. All right, man. Have a good one.